Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Kanidis, and today we're going to talk about how weather affects turkey hunting. Now, turkey hunters are long known and and maybe just a little bit of uh, self-proclaimed hardcore hunting enthusiasts ready and willing and happy to go out in any kind of weather no matter what the situation in order to chase those birds now that's probably in all honesty about five percent of turkey hunters the rest of turkey hunters are i would say much more affected by the weather than the turkeys are um just to put it mildly but what does weather do to turkeys so what are ideal turkey hunting conditions Well, to me, if I'm thinking about ideal turkey hunting conditions, there's a couple ideals. One is a cool, calm, sunny day. That's probably my favorite. Cool, calm, and sunny. Um, Now, the sun can hurt you because if you're in the sun, you're busted. But if you can find good shade, then you have an advantage, in my opinion, when it's sunny. Because there's a lot of shadows, there's a lot of rays of sun that are, are, are coming through the woods. There's a lot of different things that are highlighted. And I think you have a little bit of an advantage in terms of if you can be in some good shade on a sunny day and you can keep your movement down, then I think you're a little less likely to be seen than you are on a cloudy day. However, um, turkeys seem to maybe be a little bit more active on cloudy days than sunny days because I think they're a little less concerned about them standing out if it's cloudy. Now, you know, this goes back and forth and and you've got a lot of opinions and I've done some research and talked to some turkey masters in terms of, you know, what's better day, cloudy day, sunny day. And, uh, you know, some go one way, some go the other way. Uh, I think either way, if it's cloudy or if it's sunny, you ought to be out in the woods chasing some turkeys. Bottom line. Um, I think your chances are great in either situation. What you really got to worry about is windy days. 
windy days are tough for turkey hunting. There's two reasons. One, you can't hear the turkeys and the turkeys can't hear you. Um, I, I feel like windy days are sort of the opposite of turkey hunting as they are for deer hunting. For deer hunting, windy days give you a huge advantage because the deer aren't likely to hear you moving as much. Whereas you're very rarely ever going to hear a deer. You're not hunting by sound. Maybe if they get close enough, you'll hear them. But for the most part, you're not hunting deer by sound. Turkey, you're hunting by sound. If you can't hear them, any benefit you have of them not hearing you is pretty much lost. Because they could be 20 yards from you, and if you don't hear them, and you don't know they're behind that tree, you just you have no idea. So windy days can really be tough for turkey hunting. Now, the advantage is, though, you can get in closer with a little less stealth on windy days. And if you think they're out there, then you can move in a position, maybe get a little closer to them than you would otherwise, although you have to, to have a chance of being heard. And you really need some loud calls on a windy day. I like the box call and just really crank on that thing to, to see if you can strike up a bird. Now here's the thing. You might really wail on that box call. That bird hears you and gobbles. You don't hear the bird because of the wind. So your tactics need to be a little different. You may need to, to go out and do some heavy calling and then just sit at the ready and wait as if the turkey gobbled and answered back and you just didn't hear it because there's a good chance that may have happened depending on how loud you were versus how loud he was and your hearing versus his hearing. Um, so you got to keep that in mind. You can get probably closer to birds because the wind's going to mask your sound, but you're at a big disadvantage. I still wouldn't say stay home just on account of wind, but if you're like most people, you've got a limited number of days off and you got to pick and choose. What day do I want to, what days do I want to use to go out? If you've got a nice calm day versus a windy day, take the calm day. Your chances are better. But if it's a Saturday or you already got the day off or whatever it is, there's no consequence, then yeah, you can go after them in the wind. You just have to change your tactics up a little bit. You got to realize the, the disadvantage that you're at. But at the same time, you got to play the field. You got to try to get in closer. You got to call loud. You might have to overcall. Uh, I've seen guys go out turkey hunting and and them calling a bird and calling a bird and calling a bird and that bird starts coming in and then gets hung up and then doesn't come in and and they're getting up to 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 leave and the one leans on a tree and snaps a branch and a turkey gobbles that's like 30 yards away. Been there the whole time. Never heard them call or didn't care. They never heard it if it ever gobbled and just able to get in really close. And they're sitting there talking and still the bird never heard them, but they snapped that tree and that sound shot them, just, just set them off. And then they called that bird right on in after that. So you got to really just be conscious, conscious of the effect that the wind's going to have and how you have to change up your game. So what about rain? Uh, a little rain, a little light rain, and you can still hunt in. The birds are still going to be active in a little bit of rain. Uh, some heavy rain, I'm going to say it's not worth it. It's just birds are going to bed down or they're going to stay in the trees or they're going to go for cover if the rain is pouring down. How much rain is too much rain? 
Um, you know, that's kind of subjective, but I think part of it depends on how much rain can you stand. And you got all your gear. You got all your turkey calls. Are you really prepared to sit out in the pouring rain and call in birds? Um, that's that's a tough one. I'm going to say no, especially for beginners. It's not worth it. Stay in or wait out the rain. If it's going to pour down rain until 10 o'clock, and at 10 o'clock the sun comes out, you ought to be in the woods at 10 o'clock, even if you only got two hours, because those birds, been, they've been hunkered down. Now they're ready to get up and start moving, and you've got a shot at them if you're able to, to be out there when they get up and, and they start moving around. Now, in the springtime especially, the weather is volatile. Um, and the forecasting is probably the worst that it is all year. I mean, I have sat and looked at the forecast, and it's, you know, guaranteed rain all the next morning. And I'm looking at the radar, and I'm, I'm looking at every square mile of storm and where it's coming and how it's breaking and what it looks like. And is it really precipitation, or is it just clouds with moisture? And... I'm looking at up to the minute I go to bed and then my alarm goes off at four in the morning. I pull that phone out. I'm looking at that radar. Exactly where is it? What's the pace? How's it tracking? I can't tell you how many times I've gone out. And according to the radar, I mean, it's green everywhere. Everything is in green. The rain chance is 100%. It's not raining though. It is just misty or, or hazy or there's some fog or... Or maybe there were a few pitter-patters of rain, but it wasn't raining. And if I would have just gone by, you know, the one-line forecast, I would have stayed home that day and missed a beautiful day in the woods. So you really got to watch that. But if it's pouring down rain, and it really is, I'd say it's not worth it. Don't, don't put yourself through that. Don't get out there. You're, what you're more likely to do then have a successful day of hunting is just get yourself a mess, get soaked, get cold, get sick, and then spook the turkeys, make a bunch of noise, sloshing around, slipping in the mud. It's just tough. So I'd say you're better off on days like that, staying back and just planning to go another day. Or if you can get out there for part of the day once the rain stops, um... You know, some people, if they hunt in a hunting blind, they think, well, I'll get out there and, you know, I won't get wet, so I'll just sit and wait out the rain. That's a fair, that's a fair idea. It's a fair approach. But they're still not going to be doing anything if it's pouring down rain. Uh, you really have to wait till a lot of people, you're better off just going out to breakfast and then heading into the woods if it's going to clear up. If it's not, well, it is what it is. Now, thunder without rain, on the other hand, that can be a great time to hunt if you're, you know, if you can do it safely. That's uh, that's on you. But you know, if you've got rain approaching or passing close by, but it's not pouring down rain where you are, thunder can often just set off gobblers. I mean, they hear that thunder crack and they just go crazy, and you've got a chance there maybe to to, to hear a bird you might not have heard otherwise or to call a bird in that might not have been active otherwise because they're gobbling at the thunder, just a shot gobble, and then you've got an opportunity there. So, you know, just be aware of that. Depending on the where that storm is, what it's doing, uh, if it's not too windy and there's some thunder about, that's not a bad time to be out at all. So what about the cold? Uh, to be honest, I think colder is better. 
most of the time. I mean, we're talking about spring. It's only going to be so cold. But a cold morning, a chilly morning, especially if it was warm the day before, you know, a front comes in and that temperature drops and it's crisp. I think you got more movement and more activity on those days. Birds are moving around more, trying to stay warm. They're more concerned with, uh, with activity. They're less likely to just, you know, lounge about. I think you might have a little better opportunity when you've got that, that crispness in the air. If it's too hot and muggy, you know, you kind of feel blah, and I think they do to a point. Now, of course, that's going to be different if you're hunting in Florida versus, you know, Nebraska. Your, your spring mornings are going to be drastically different, and of course, the birds adapt to where they live. So you got to think cold or warm relative to where your area is. If it's cold for your area and it's clear, I think you have a better shot than if it's hot and if it's cloudy or windy. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. So things to keep in mind. Uh, snow, I don't know most people that are going to hunt turkey in the spring in the snow, but uh, as long as it's not pouring down snow, just some flurries and such, you can still hunt them. If it's on the ground, that can help you. That can definitely hurt you, though, because it's going to be real tough for you to blend in. If you're wearing camo and everything around you is white, you got to think about that and, and see if you can... You know, how much is really on the ground. But I doubt you're going to be turkey hunting in three inches of snow or six inches of snow in May or April or wherever you're at in the springtime. So just to recap, weather does affect turkeys, but you got you to have an idea of what's going on. Cloudy, great. Clear, great. Cold, great. Hot, okay. Windy, not so good. A little rain, okay. Pouring down rain, no, just torrential monsoon, nothing's moving, and you ought not be either. Uh, the other thing to keep in mind with all of this and weather is making sure you stay warm enough and dry enough. 
It's easy for turkey hunting to think you can dress lighter than you need to because you're going to be moving a lot. You might be doing some hiking. You might cover a lot of ground. You get hot. But if you sit down for a couple hours, you can get cold real quick. So one good thing to do is maybe pack an extra layer in your pack. So you, you head out in the morning, you know, a little bit lighter because you're anticipating some extra effort and some hill climbing and hiking. But you may get to the point where, all right, you've, you've, you've reached your spot, you've hit your stride, you're going to slow down or you're going to sit for a while. It could be great to throw on another layer, something that, that could really help you out. You know, maybe you've got like a nice down shirt or just something that is, is just going to add a little bit to you. And then you can take that off if you're going to hike out to the next spot or something like that. Same thing with your toes. Uh, it can be you, you can have some real cold mornings and you can wear light socks because you're planning on hiking, wearing hiking boots, and you sit for an hour or two and you find out, oh man, my feet are freezing. So I recommend get some toe warmers, um, put stick those in your boots, tape them right around the top of your socks over your toes, and then you can wear lighter foot gear but still stay warm, still cover a lot of ground, and not have the, 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 the difficulty or the encumbrance or just the awkwardness of wearing all these wool socks with your big heavy winter boots. So the, the, the foot warmers really can add a little bit to you if it's cold like that. Uh, I've gone turkey hunting when it was so hot. I mean, you could barely stand to keep cloth all the way down your arm. I'm wearing the lightest camo shirt with nothing under it I can find. Um... And in those kind of situations and scenarios, you got to be a little bit more mindful of ticks as well. You know, if you've got all these layers on, it's a lot less likely that you're going to have a tick get through all that in time to, to mess you up. But if you're wearing something real thin and, you know, just wide open seams, it can be a lot easier for ticks to, to get on top of you before you make it back and get bite you. So I recommend, especially if you're going to dress light, because it's warm, get some get some tick spray. Get some quality tick spray. They, there's a couple different kinds. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the stuff that you have to spray on your clothing and then come back to the next day because it's so strong and kills ticks on contact. That's just a little toxic for me. I like the stuff I can spray on my clothing and on my skin. And, uh, you know, it's not going to kill you by inhaling it. Uh, that just seems to work a lot better. And I've had phenomenal success with it. I've never been bitten by a tick when I had my tick spray on. And, you know, I'll spray myself right around my ankles, both, you know, inside, like on my long johns, or if I'm just wearing one layer of pants, then I'm going to spray literally right around the, the skin at the top of my socks. I'm going to spray around the bottom cuff of my pants and on my boots. I'm going to spray around... Uh, the seam of my waist, um, you know, just on the under layers there. And then on the outer layer, I'm going to spray around my wrists, both skin and on the seam of the, uh, of the coat. I'm going to spray on my gloves. I'm going to spray around the back of my neck. And then I'm just going to give myself just a real quick light spraying all over. Uh, with turkeys, the, turkeys don't really smell. Their sense of smell is, is not significant enough that it's something you need to be concerned with. So you can get away with some things turkey hunting that you can't get away with deer hunting. You can't get away with coyote hunting. 
Uh, you're able, you can just totally load up on tick spray. You don't have to worry about keeping your gear outside and, and all that. What I like to do, just being straight up, is I'll go out, I'll put my tick spray on, I'll go out turkey hunting, I'll come back in, I'll come into my house through the basement, put everything I'm wearing straight into the wash, turn it on, then go take me a shower, make sure I don't have any ticks. Um, it's just in the springtime, it's something that you got to think a little bit more about, I think. You got to just be a little bit more cautious if it's warm out and the, the temps are up. And there's no downside. Deer hunting, you know, a lot of people are extra cautious. They don't want to use spray because they think the deer can smell it. Maybe they can, maybe they can't, maybe it's worth it, maybe it's not. That's a debate. We'll talk about that in the fall. But for turkey hunting, no downside. Get you some tick spray. Uh, I can link you to some stuff in the show notes, what I use, but get yourself some tick spray and just be mindful of the weather. Get yourself some toe warmers so you can be good in the cold and just the weather is your friend when it comes to turkey hunting. This is the way I like to think about it. The weather is your friend. A lot of people look at it like the weather is your enemy. I say, no, no, no. I can plan my hunts. I can pick the days. I can maximize my opportunities based on the weather. I don't have to go out every day. Especially if you're a new hunter, you know, that's crazy. You don't need to go out every day. You pick your days and weather can be a tool that you use to your advantage. Maximize your chances. Get out there when the weather is ideal. You know, a lot of people, well, not more people than it seems like, but some people... They are, you know, they're going to try to be out every single day of the season. Well, in PA, that season's five weeks long. And you can hunt six days a week. And if you're up at 4 a.m. and you're going hunting and then you're going to work, you're going to kill yourself. Uh, it's just not realistic. And, and nobody's got that kind of time off if you're working to take off all those days so you can get a nap in the afternoon. So pick your days. Pick based on the weather. Um, maximize your opportunities, use it to your advantage, get out there in different kinds of weather and experiment. That's healthy. You can learn a lot, but I hope this is helpful to you guys. Go ahead to the website, newhuntersguide.com. Check out the show notes or there's more information, tips, and I'll link you guys to some resources about things that I talked about today, like the tick spray. Uh, till next time, God bless you and go get them in the woods. think with four of us spread out on a tiny island that the task of tagging a whitetail would not be a big thing. But as I've learned, no matter where I've been, whitetails can be damn tricky. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. In Wild Country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.